0: It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then, she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. I'm back with another true crime story to lull you to sleep or perhaps to give you nightmares. Abby Choi was a stunning fashion model and a beauty influencer from Hong Kong, boasting nearly 100,000 Instagram followers. Looking at the perfectly curated arrangement of photos featuring the fashion trendsetter at Paris Fashion Week and on the cover of Elle magazine, you'd think that her life would be happy and exciting. And while it typically was both of those things, it would all come crashing down in February of 2023 when parts of Abby Choi would be found in a landfill, along with other pieces of her body cooking on the stove of a three story apartment located in Hong Kong. The vile way that Abby's body was desecrated would leave one to believe that the culprit would have to be a violent, deranged serial killer. But the truth? was much closer to home. Investigators would look directly at her ex-husband, Alex Kwong, and her in-laws, the Kwong's family. This story is the real-life version reminiscent of the movie Parasite. The details of tonight's case are gruesome and disturbing, so proceed at your own discretion. With all of that said, let's jump right in. Abby Choi Tinfeng was born on July 15, 1994, and she was the eldest of three daughters. She grew up in a wealthy family who had business dealings all across China. From an early age, Abby was clearly born to stand out, and she was built for the spotlight. She was incredibly beautiful by any standards, but she was also described as being a very generous person and just having the kindest heart. She was humble, despite the fact that she came from generational wealth. Basically, she didn't have to worry about a thing financially. In 2012, when she was 18 years old, she would catch the eye of her first husband, Alex Kwong, who was the same age as her. It was a whirlwind romance, as the couple would marry the very same year that they would have their first child together, a daughter. They would go on to have another child together, another daughter, though their relationship together was really rocky. Abby was the clear breadwinner in this relationship, and she was financially taking care of their entire family. She was also taking care of her in-laws. While the immediate and extended family all appeared to be very close, there were troubles brewing in the marriage between Abby and Alex. And within four years, the pair would ultimately divorce. However, that didn't stop Abby from continuing to absolutely thrive and make a name for herself all across the world. Though she had her family's wealth, she didn't really need it because she was making a name for herself and making her own money. Abby quickly became a local celebrity and a worldwide socialite, regularly attending star events like Fashion Week and hanging out with some of the biggest names known. Her Instagram had over 100,000 followers, and it featured the beautiful model decked out in the most luxurious designer outfits like Gucci and Chanel. She's also been featured in magazines like Elle and Harper's Bazaar. In 2016, when Abby was 22 years old, she would spiritually marry her second husband, an older gentleman named Chris Tam, and together they would have two more children. This meant by the time that Abby was 18 years old, not only was she a very successful model and influencer, but she was also the mother of four little ones. Though the couple were not legally married because they never registered their marriage, they considered themselves to be everything that a legally married couple would be. Chris was a wealthy businessman, and his family founded a famous casual dining restaurant in China. So he was really set up for success. He was going to inherit the entire chain. And then Abby had her family's money and her business ventures. They were each independently wealthy, with Abby's reported net worth somewhere around $12 US dollars. Even though Abby was legally divorced from her first husband, Alex, she was an incredibly kind person who always took care of her elders, and this included Alex's parents. She would make sure that her ex-in-laws, the grandparents of her two eldest children, were financially taken care of. This might seem odd to some people, considering that she had been divorced from Alex for the last seven years or so, but Abby felt a personal obligation to take care of them. To her, they were still her family because they were a part of her children's lives forever, so they were also a part of her life. In Asian cultures, it is very common and typical for children to take care of their elder family members. So this is exactly what Abby did. And again, she didn't have any legal obligation to do so, but she did it because she was just a very kind-hearted person. And to me, that speaks volumes of her personality. Abby would purchase this beautiful luxury apartment for her in-laws to live in so that they would have a comfortable place to live where her kids could spend time with their grandparents. Again, she was generous, even putting the apartment in her father-in-law's name, though the property was completely paid off and it would have been an asset to her. Alex's older brother was a man named Anthony, and he was unemployed at the time and really struggling financially, so Abby wanted to help she decided to give her ex-brother-in-law a job and hire him as her personal driver. She also helped him to buy his house, and she would help him financially with several side businesses that he was interested in. Even after the divorce, she maintained a positive relationship with her ex-brother-in-law. She would invite both current in-laws and ex-in-laws to all of her family events like birthday parties so that her children could have the experience of having the love and support from both sides of the family. It appeared to be a very positive situation, the best kind that you could imagine with a blended family. Unfortunately, not everything is as it appears on the outside. Abby was being financially drained by her in-laws, and it was causing a lot of problems within the family. She was continuing to support them by paying for all of their bills and giving them money whenever they needed, while allegedly they were caught up in several scams that had them in severe debt. Even still, she agreed to help her brother-in-law Anthony to purchase his home. Though she was the one who paid for it, Once again, she agreed to put it in his name. However, when she began to learn about all of the illegal money troubles that her in-laws were getting into, it's alleged that she began looking at selling this home. It's believed that the potential selling of this property is what would lead to one of the most horrific killings I have ever heard of. It's been described as one of the most vicious, violent and gruesome murders in Hong Kong since 2013. On February 21st, 2023, Abby was supposed to have her driver, who just so happened to be her ex-brother-in-law Anthony Kwong, drive her to pick up her daughter after school. However, that day, she never showed up. And when she didn't return home at all that evening and nobody could get a hold of her, her family would report her missing. The police obviously had questions for Anthony, who would have been the last person to have seen her, but Anthony makes up a story about how he wasn't supposed to be driving her that day, and he had a whole line of lies. His father, Abby's ex-father-in-law, backed all of these lies up, but the police were pretty quickly able to determine that the story that they were telling was a total fabrication. Then they discovered that recently Abby's ex-father-in-law had rented a three-story condo for about 1200 US dollars a month. It was located in Lung Mei Village in Taipo. The police decided to raid the condo to see what was inside, and what they found is beyond any of the most grotesque scenes that you'll find in any horror movie. <laughs> which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com/slash today today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factor's no prep, no mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes? Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factor's Chef Crafted Meals that include different nutritional options like calorie smart. When they entered the first floor of the condo, they found pretty much no home furnishings. Instead, it had been meticulously prepared to be a place where one could easily cut up a body. The walls were covered with a tarp so that the blood would not stain the paint. Think back to the show Dexter. It was exactly like that. There was a meat grinder, an electric saw, two types of chopper, and a hammer in the room. Whoever had used this room to cut up a body had also protected themselves with face shields and a raincoat so as not to get human matter on them. In the living room, there was nothing but a couch and a table. The two bedrooms in the condo were completely empty, so clearly no one was living there or staying overnight. The most shocking discoveries would be found in the kitchen. There would be two pots of soup sitting on the stove boiling, containing human remains. They weren't sure exactly what was contained in the soup because it was cooking and falling apart, but they knew it was human. In the refrigerator, investigators would find a pair of human legs. And there was a purple handbag, which looked oddly out of place in this house of horrors. The bag, containing her ID and credit cards belonged to Abby, as did the legs in the refrigerator and the human remains in the pots of soup. Someone had murdered and dismembered Abby Choi and then tried to get rid of her body any way that they could. At this point, the police believed that her torso, head, and hands were still missing because they couldn't find them. A white seven-seater van was removed from the scene and brought in for further examination of evidence. The police quickly move in on and arrest Abby's ex-in-laws, including her father-in-law, Kwong Kao, her mother-in-law, Jenny Lee, and her brother-in-law, Anthony. They go to arrest Abby's ex-husband, Alex, but at this point, he has fled. He's heard that his family has been arrested and he's out of there. He's nowhere to be found. They plan to charge her ex-husband, father-in-law, and brother-in-law with her murder. Her ex-mother-in-law, Jenny Lee, is charged with perverting the course of justice. While they search for her ex-husband, Alex, they also begin searching the landfill for the rest of Abby's remains. They send a team of a hundred investigators to search through the garbage that's at the landfill for anything connected to Abby's murder, but in particular, they're looking for her missing body parts. The following day, Abby's ex-husband would be caught trying to flee Hong Kong in a speedboat. Thankfully, the police discovered his plan before he was able to get away, so he was arrested and charged with murder. When he was apprehended, he was found with a ton of cash and luxury watches totaling around a million dollars U.S. He said at that point he wasn't feeling well when he was arrested, which is fair because he had just recently murdered and dismembered the mother of his children. I can understand why he would not be feeling well. He was transported to hospital. However, he is now awaiting trial along with his mother, father, and brother behind bars. Because the crime scene was so extensive, it took investigators a bit of time to process everything and determine exactly what kind of evidence they had in their hands. Initially, they had thought that Abby's head was missing. However, they would find pieces of her skull in the soup, along with several ribs and some of her hair. On the skull, they discovered a 6.5 centimeter by 5.5 centimeter hole, which they determined was likely the blow that would have killed her. They believed that she had died from blunt force trauma, which they alleged happened in that white seven seater van that they had taken away. Inside that van, they found a ton of Abby's blood. Now, I've mentioned how kind and generous Abby was. In contrast, let's talk a little bit about who her in-laws were. Abby Choi's father-in-law, Quang Kao, is a former police officer, and he's believed to be the mastermind behind this entire plan. It is believed that he is the person that rented the condo specifically for the purpose of killing his daughter-in-law. Or should I say ex-daughter-in-law. Then it was his idea to get those plastic sheets to line the walls and all of the tools necessary to dismember the body. He used his knowledge of crime scenes and evidence to make contingency plans. He knew that they had to dispose of every piece of her body to properly clean up any DNA or evidence left behind. Apparently, he didn't plan for how quickly Abby's investigation moved, because he had no time to take care of any of the trash. Abby's ex-mother-in-law, Jenny Lee, filed for bankruptcy in 2016. Not a whole lot else is known about her, but it's said that even after the divorce, Abby would include her in things like Mother's Day celebrations. While it's not believed that she participated in the actual killing or dismembering her body, it is alleged that she had specific and direct knowledge about this entire plan. Abby's ex-brother-in-law, Anthony, well, the pair were actually very close, even after she had divorced from her first husband. On Abby's Instagram page, which is still live today, you'll see tons of photos of the pair together, with Anthony even tagging Abby as his sis in his posts. She still regularly invited Anthony to all of the family events, and she continued to help him with several business ideas, and again, she even paid for his home. The home is alleged to be the big point of contention in this family, with Abby wanting to sell it and the rest of the family not wanting to. We are talking about a substantial amount of money. This home was worth millions. Abby had likely wanted to sell the property because Anthony was burning through money faster than he could make it, and he was on the brink of a bankruptcy. Anthony was also her driver, and it's alleged that that is exactly how he lured her to her death. He promised to pick her up at her home and take her to her daughter's school. However, once she was in the van, Abby was murdered and then dismembered by her ex-in-laws. As for Abby's ex-husband, Alex, he too has a shady past. He was involved in an investment scam after his marriage to Abby had dissolved. He was charged with scamming five innocent people out of all of their life savings. No one in this family is any good with their money. Still, Abby continued to financially support them for years, and she included them in family occasions. She tried to keep things civil for her children's sake. But it's alleged that Abby was beginning to change her thinking about the way that she was supporting them. She was their cash cow. She had come from money, and she was also wildly successful, and her career was really just about to take off. Police believed that they were infuriated over the idea of Abby cutting them off, so they decided to kill her. As you can imagine, this family is not cooperating with the police. Just last week, it came to light that Abby's ex-father-in-law, Kwon Kao, who now stands accused of her brutal murder— has asked her current father-in-law to assist in paying for his lawyer's fees. So he has asked the father-in-law of the woman that he killed to help to pay for some of his lawyer fees in the murder trial. The audacity of these people really reminds me of the movie Parasite. Sometimes you can give and give and give and it's never enough. She gave them everything that they could ever want, even when she was not obligated to do so. And even after they had taken her life, they've still wanted more. While awaiting trial, which has been moved until May of 2023 so that more evidence can be collected, bail has been denied for the three members charged with murder. I'm not familiar with how things typically work or how severe their charges of murder play out, but it's going to be really satisfying to see these three incredibly selfish individuals pay for their crimes. Abby's four children are now motherless, and two of them also no longer have their father, their paternal grandparents, and their uncle in their life. Abby's second husband, Chris, will also be raising all four of the children on his own now. Recently, in an interview with Street Times, he said the following quote, he said, She supported me and loved me very much. She also brought up four cute and obedient kids. It has been a blessing to be Abby's family or friend. And of course, that is a translation. Abby was a beautiful light in this world who was really just beginning to find her footing in the spotlight. Actually, she had just made the cover of the magazine L'Officiel in Monaco in February, where they said that she was, quote, one of the most sought-after influencers in the industry. She highlighted this cover on her Instagram page, where her bio line read, Embracing every moment of life. This quote is as poetic as it is tragic, because when she was alive, she really did embody that spirit. I'll be following Abby's case very closely and I'll be sure to update you with any trial updates. Apparently, there are a lot more people involved than the police originally thought, and so there continue to be new arrests made, including the mistress of her ex-father-in-law, who allegedly helped him to rent out that condo. Police are now up to seven people arrested and connected with this brutal slaying, and that number keeps growing to think that any of these people could have stepped in and put a stop to this and didn't. It's disgusting. That's it for me today. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper, or I post things on TikTok, Serial Napper Nick, and that's all one word. All of my podcast episodes go up on YouTube, so if you're watching on YouTube, I would love if you can give me a thumbs up and subscribe. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, especially in the comments. Bye. I'm Dean, I'm the dad I'm Laura, I'm the mom And I'm Chrislyn, I'm the daughter And together we are Family Family Plot The Family Plot Podcast A show where we discuss history Folklore True crime and the paranormal Minus all the oogie bits We are PG-13 I'm almost 15 now Don't ruin the commercial Touch us looking into special topics like the origins of fairy tales, Sherlock Holmes, and the trial of Dr. Hyde and Mr. Schwulk. Find out who Dad's man crush is, or what happens in Krista's corner. But behave, you two, so come be a part of the fam. Available on Google, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Family Plot Podcast. Bye!